Blog Talk Radio.
you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. Thank you, mighty, mighty Lord. Mighty, mighty, mighty God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. My brother, my sister, I got great news tonight that I know, I know that I know, that I know, and I know. It will encourage you and the Lord tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. We serve a wonderful, merciful God who loves us very much. Hallelujah. Who knows everything about you and I. Everything that you and I are going through, he knows. He let me know this last night. He knows everything we're going through. I've been battling allergy. Yes, please keep me in prayer. I am praying also that I may be healed. And I know some of you are also going through seasonal allergy. Amen. And praise you, Lord. The Lord is a healer. He is the God that healeth thee. So we continue to pray. I told you, we all get sick. We all go through these things. But the Lord is our healer. The Lord is the God that heals us. By his strife, by his wound, we are healed. Praise your Lord. We don't stop. Hallelujah. We continue to believe. We continue to proclaim, to declare our healing until we are totally healed. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Amen. Praise to God. I was thinking, would I, would I be able to go on and share? I know I need to go on and share. I know this. Okay? Even asking the Lord. I know this is my responsibility to come and share what the Lord is sharing with us, my brother and sister, because, hallelujah, what he showed me last night is so encouraging. And seeing the Lord smiling as he showed me what he showed me. Praise you, Lord. There was three things he showed me which I'm going to share tonight. My brother and sister, specifically, I have said before that um, I, I'm not planning anymore to talk about the three days of darkness unless the Lord uh, revealed me more, and he has. And so, hallelujah, I've been wanting to put away this topic, the three days of darkness. We are still talking about it. It's important because the prophet says, like Amos, he come, the Lord coming with darkness. There's a three days of darkness, and where the church is going to be changed is going to be transformed. My brother and my sister. Amen. But last, this morning, last night, was about the rapture. Rapture. I'm going to tell you what Jesus says to me. Praise you, Jesus. As I struggle in prayer last night, my brother and sister in the middle of the night, from hallelujah, hallelujah, I could not stay till 1 o'clock in prayer. Because I was struggling with a seasonal allergy and praying, but still pushing myself going forward because we need we need to pray. Prayer is so important, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. We cannot stop praying, no matter how we feel. Even if we're sick, if our body's hurting, we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. Prayer is so, so important. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Yeshua. Amen. Now, I'm going to start with Cain in, in Genesis 4.13, okay? 
I should probably start with the rapture because that's what the first thing I got last night from the Lord. The rapture is the first thing he given me. My brother insisted, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. And so I believe that is where we're going to start anyway. Okay? Praise you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Jesus, my brother and sister, is coming for us. And it is so close. It is so close because I asked the Lord last night. I was asking the Lord, Lord, hallelujah. Are we going to have to wait years, Lord? Is, is, it, is it this close, Lord? Hallelujah. We are so close to be going home. I'm going to share with you the word that Jesus uses to to encourage me, and not only me, you, excuse me, you and I that are waiting on the Lord, my brother and sister, because we are waiting on the Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. We're waiting on him. We're trusting him. We're not, hallelujah, putting our trust in anything else but Jesus. Okay, those that are and those that are waiting on the Lord and knows and understand. Hallelujah, my brother and sister, that our eyes are on the Lord, and that we want the Lord more than anything, more than anything. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Praise to God. Praise to Yeshua. Praise to Jahashua. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise the Lord. Matthew 25. Let me go into the parable of the virgin, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. Because it says at the midnight hour, Matthew 25, 6, there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Go ye out to meet him. Hallelujah. He was coming, and they were encouraged to go meet him. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. And shalom to those that are Joining us in the chat room, praise the Lord. I really wanted to have more people to hear tonight's program because there was three things the Lord specifically showed me last night, this morning, Shalom Sister Luna, that I know is going to encourage you in the Lord. My brother, my sister, it was a confirmation to what the Lord's been sharing with Sister Celestial, my brother and sister. Then the Bible said that all the virgins arose and tripped their lamp, and the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the white answer saying, Stop there on verse 8, that their lamp was going out. My brother and sister, this is where people are desperate, and they're wondering if it's coming. And yes, yes. Last night, he, he, he brings me in. And I'm there with brothers and sisters. Family, I first see family as I come into heaven. All praise be to the Lord. And we were hugging one another, my brother and sisters. And my bird that died over a month ago, that you hear in some of the video, you hear them uh, singing. My cockatiel, two of them, Paquito, oh, my Lord, Paquito is one of them. And they were both there. It was blue and white, blue and white, kind of yellowish, the one. And they were waiting for me in heaven. And, oh, Lord, was I happy to see them, my brother and sister. And, and my family was there, my daughter. And let me tell you, 
we were hugging one another, and there were brothers and sisters there. This, this was the rapture. This was the experience of the rapture. And I said, Lord, the rapture is happening right now. This is the rapture, Lord. Because I was so excited. Hugging the family. We're finally here, Lord. We're finally here. I'm telling Jesus, who's standing there, greeting the people as they were coming in, my brother and sister, I'm hugging my family, my children. It was so exciting seeing my bird. And the Lord wanted me to see the bird. He's standing in front of us with a, with a beautiful smile, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we're coming in. Praise the Lord. And then the Lord says to me, uh, very soon. But he given me the experience of from here to there that it was like nothing in between. Nothing. Nothing. My brother and sister, the word is nothing. And don't miss Wednesday, Sister Carla was thinking to heaven the day before yesterday. She saw the clock. There was nothing. God showed Sister Carla the clock this week. Okay, I don't know if she's listening. I wanted to invite her, but I know she's busy and with the family, and she's coming on Wednesday night. But the Lord's giving her a revelation of the clock, and, and I'm asking the Lord based on that true Lord, are we that close? And the Lord, my Lord, gives me this experience of the rapture. It was so real. So real. I said, the rapture's happening now. And the Lord's standing there with a smile, welcoming everyone. People were walking after him to hug the Lord. I saw people stretching their arm over his shoulder, hugging him. My brother insisted. And and, and loving him. He was loving everyone. He was welcoming people into heaven. They were hugging him. And, and he had his garment, beautiful Jesus. And people were coming in. My brother insisted. Oh, my Lord, my God. What a beautiful scene this was. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I said, Lord, we're finally here. I kept saying. But he was, he was smiling, looking at me. And then he says, very soon, okay, very soon, and, and and I could see, I could see that there was no time in between. The way he did it was just from here to there, there was just nothing, nothing, nothing. I was so excited. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Keep repenting, sister. Keep repenting, my brother. Keep confessing your sin. I, I, I was myself. Lord, I don't want to miss the rapture, please. You know, he promised me I will be going home. But, you know, I, I've been hearing people say, you've you got to check yourself every day. You cannot assume that you're fine because that could be pride, and we need to be careful with pride. So I am praying, I'm repenting, I'm confessing my sin, I'm checking if I, am I doing anything different. You know, what is it that, that I need to do more? And I'm, you know, I'm in my life now. I'm, I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking, my brother and sister. And Lord, please, I want to go home in the raptures. I don't want to stay behind. Please, Lord, I want to go home with my family. Praise you, Lord. And He gave me that experience. It was so real. It was so awesome to go through that experience, my brother and sister, in heaven and and experience. And then brothers and sisters that came in, in the rapture, I saw them. And, and they looked at me. I didn't look no more than 20. They didn't look no more than 20 in age, my brother and sister. 
and we were hugging one another, and and we looked at each other because your skin, your body will look like even if you're let's say 18 or 19 right now. When you go home in the rapture at 20, you look better than what you are right now. Your skin will look better. You you'll you'll be skinny before the Lord. If you have extra pound, immediately they're gone, and you're skinny. And if you're having any, any body issue, any walk issue, any leg issue, any problem right now, any sickness, okay? Because, listen, we need to suffer to come into heaven. And whatever sickness, whatever you're going through, that like you're thinking, I'm so sick, Brother Elvie. I'm in, I'm in pain, Brother Elvie. You know, God has allowed that into you because it's part of your suffering also. And we have to suffer. We have to go through these things before we enter the kingdom of God. And remember, until the last second, last second we're going to be tested by God. This is not nobody can say, you know, you know, uh, you know I've already gone through all my testing. I don't need to go through more testing anymore. Hallelujah. No, no. No, no, my brother and sister. Okay? No. We, we need to be tested. And and we're going to be tested until the last, my brother and sister, second that we are taken out of this body. Hallelujah. Now, as I'm seeing all this, I'm rejoicing, everything is so beautiful. I'm hugging everybody and looking what God has for us. I'm looking at my bird. They are looking. They fly. They they had like this stick in heaven where they 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 were there. They were looking at me. They can recognize me, Takita and Paco. Well, that's what the kid called them. And they were looking at me and like, oh man, that's a dead bird. They have it. And remember, in a lot of my videos, you hear them singing to God. Every time I was preaching, they would get loud. They would be singing to God, worshiping God, praise you, Lord. I love that so much. But to see them in heaven, my Lord, my God, he's so good. He's so merciful. The Lord's standing there looking at me with a smile. Like, and when I look at the Lord, I look at my burden like, oh, my Lord. He remembered that the kid, we love those birds so much. Well, they're in heaven. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So God loves you. Jesus loves you. He gave his life for you. He wants to bring you to heaven. Okay, don't stop repenting. Don't stop seeking God. Check yourself with God every day. And the way to do it is in repenting. Repent of your sin, even the unknown sin. Say, Lord, I don't remember all my sin, but I repent of them, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me, Lord. Please forgive me. Let them become under the cross, under the bloodshed on the cross, Lord Jesus. My sin, my trust, past, past, present, and future. Lord, I repent of them in Jesus' name. Please forgive me, Lord. Check with the Lord every day. Check your life with Jesus every day. Don't assume anything. Oh, you know, I've been a believer since I was little. No, don't assume anything. Because any, any trespass, any sin is very dangerous. We need to check ourselves with the Lord. And that this is what I'm doing. I advise you to do the same thing. The Apostle Paul uh, was not taking any chance. He knew he can be cut off at any moment if he were falling in sin. And so he always checked himself with God. And so we need to learn to do the same. My brother insisted. Now, listen to this now. Let's go into what God has shown Sister Celestia.
because I was listening to her, and I've been listening to her like for about two days now on the road, just playing her audio. She got so many audios, you need to go back and listen to them from earlier age, uh, 2019, 2020, 2021. You might need to go back to them and, and, and listen to her audio. Jesus confirmed to me that her, uh, his revelation to her, he's been giving her his revelation to her. So they, they are for Jesus. Okay, you can check with the Lord also. And I tell you, they will bless you. They will bless your life. And so I've been listening, just listening, because there are things in those messages that sometimes if you're not paying attention, you can miss the information. And the information is a blessing. She's paying a high price for it. That's what people don't understand. We have to pay a high price for, for even preaching just the word. Okay? My brother and sister, there are not a lot of people who are willing to do so. Have obedient, fasting, prayer, okay? I tell you, my brother insisted, but you can check any other information with the Lord. Now, as the rapture was going on in heaven, I don't know, I believe it was the first year of the great tribulation on earth after the rapture has begun, after the rapture happened and the celebration was going on in heaven, the Lord bring me back to earth, Okay. And when the Lord brings me back to earth, the demon that are locked out, the Nephtali and sons and daughters have been released upon the earth. Okay? And I knew it was like the first year of the Great Tribulation. When I come back, this is the part where, where she is spot on. She's right on, Sister Celestia. Because these people on the earth have received these beings. They welcome them. They just welcome them. They were hogging them. These, these beings were promising people on the earth. I hear one of them speaking and say, we're making this earth a paradise. And Sister Celestia used one, one and one of her teaching this. And I heard this desperately and saying this to the population. We are making this earth a paradise. Forget about God and his kingdom. He was saying, we're making this earth a paradise. Because someone said, what about the, the kingdom of God? Oh, forget about God and his kingdom. We're making this earth a paradise. He said, stand back and watch. And he stretched his hand, and power was coming out of him. And he began to make the earth like a paradise. And he, made, he was making the grass greener, the tree greener. He was making the, the city beautiful. Remember the city that God chose Sister Celestial, a more modern, advanced city. My brother and sister, he was doing this in seconds. And people were stunned. Oh, thank you, finally. This is what we were waiting for you for. We were waiting for you to come. We knew you were going to do this, people were saying. And I listened to them like, excuse me? And as they were making the earth beautiful, I said, enough with the lie. Okay, I was standing there, I said, enough with the lie. And, and when I said enough with the lie, this, this is a deceiving lie. The, 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 this, how do, how do I call it? This falseness, this lie, deceiving hologram that they just put on the earth, it shattered, it shook. When I said enough with the lie, this is not of God. So it's not from God. And a shadow, like if when you speak to glass and it breaks, and a shadow somehow and it shook the whole 
hologram they had made, and the demon were angry. And they were saying to one another, we're going to stop this fellow. We're going to stop this fellow. He, does, he doesn't agree with us. He doesn't want to join us. He, does, he doesn't want to be part of us. We're stopping him. Okay? And they were gathering together, and I said, well, I'm out of here. But I was going to another part of the earth, my brother and sister, because I said enough, and people were in love with them. People were hugging them. And these are beings that are large. Some of them are very large, but some of them are seven and a half feet, eight feet, nine feet, and people were hawking them. People were welcoming them. They loved what they had to offer to them. They were very handsome. They're very handsome men and women. I mean handsome. Because they can turn into themselves into an angel of light. The devil can turn themselves into an angel of light, the Bible says. My brother and sister. And people were saying how happy they were that they came. Now, I want to read this to you, my brother and sister. The word great, the word great is like the word large, large, or, or extensive, okay? In the Bible, when you look at the word great, when, when God uses the word great in the Bible, or when any prophet, any man of God uses the word great, it's because it's like exceedingly. It's more than what you can handle or deal with. In this case here, in Genesis 6-5, God saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every imagining thought of his heart was only evil. What these fallen ones have brought upon humanity, it was exceedingly. That's another word to describe the word great. It, it was more than what they know. <clears throat> it is more than what they have experienced in all their lives. Imagine making cities in second. We don't have the machine. We don't have that technology. We don't have that ability on the earth. And when they are released and they can do this in front of the multitude, people are loving them. Because now it's like you don't need to use machines. You don't need to use your hand. You don't need to do nothing. We're making all this for you to enjoy it. We're going to give you the most advanced city, the most advanced technology. Okay? You don't need to work for it. You don't, know, you don't need to go to work for eight hours to, to have food. Look, we're going to make this field full, full of plantation, full of fruit, full of food, full of whatever you love to eat. You, all you have to do is go, not even, we can just bring it to you. We can move our thing and bring it to you by ton. Okay? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to create warehouses. We can create storage for you if you want, and you have plenty of enough for just just go get your food. Okay? Okay, do what we want you to do. Submit to us, acknowledge us, and we'll give you everything you want. Revelation 34, and, and they worship the dragon, which gave power to the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? And who is able to make war with the beast? You notice the type of worship they're giving the devil? They're giving the Antichrist, they're giving these fallen ones? They are worshiping them. They are welcoming them. This type of worship only belongs to God. It only belongs to the Creator. 
and they're giving it to the creation. Fallen ones. My brother and sister, what an abomination. My bro- and I could not stay shut there for hours listening to them and seeing what they were doing. Yes, they, they made the earth like, like a paradise. My brother and sister, they made the earth like a paradise with their fingers, just moving their fingers, with their ability, their power, that they're sleeping powered because everything is like a hologram. And it's so easy for them to create all this grass, all this green tree, green grass, sunny day. They move their finger, they make the day sunny and beautiful right away. No cloud, clear. The clearer day that's already ever had. They just boom, move their finger and created it for people. And people were worshiping them. They were thanking them. Oh, thank you. Okay. And they told him to forget about God, that they were going to make this sort of paradise for them. I said, should be, they say. They're like, what is he talking about? Only God can give us paradise, can give us, can give us a glorified body, a place. Not them. Because everything they're giving people comes, okay? It comes for a price. And people will have to pay high price for it. So now going back to Genesis, what does Cain say? Type of the great tribulation. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is great that I can bear by them worshiping these demons. Submitting the, the, the will to the will of these demons, their punishment is greater than what they can bear. Bible insisted. Because you should only worship the Creator. You should only worship the Lord thy God. And holy Him should be served. Ye serve, the Bible says. And when you turn to worship this creation, when you submit to this creation, the punishment is greater than what people can bear. My brother insisted. Came when and got a wife from them, had children with them, have the evil we can see multiply, my brother and sister, God will not let this, this wickedness of Cain killing his brother, and his wickedness, his exceedingly wickedness, go unpunished, my brother and sister. So in Genesis 6, the same thing happens. God saw that the wickedness of man was greater in the earth, that every imagining thought of their heart was only evil. So God now has to bring them great punishment because their great evil is exceedingly, which call now for great punishment, Genesis seven eleven. And then the six hundred years of Noah's life, on the second month of the seventh day of the month, the same day will all the fountain of the great deep broken up and the windows of heaven were open. Notice, gray fountain of the deep, gray judgment through water God is bringing. This great judgment to water is exceedingly great. It is more than what humanity can handle in any life on this earth. That's why God said to Noah that he was going to destroy all living on the earth. Because the plan that he has for judgment will be great, will be exceedingly more than what God knows of this creation can take. 
the same is coming in the great tribulation. It will be great, exceedingly judgment. Because what they did to the generations of Noah, in law, I'm going to show you. Great, exceedingly judgment has to come from heaven to utterly destroy them. And they will not escape, the Bible says. It's impossible for them to escape. Because their wickedness, the evil is great exceedingly. My brother and sister. Genesis 6, 7, 18, I'm sorry. And the water prevailed, hallelujah, increased greatly upon the earth, and the earth went upon the face of the water. You see? There was so much rain. There was so much water. My brother and sister. The scientists today, they've been studying this for so many years. And they cannot come to a conclusion. What type of judgment was this? Because the Bible is true. It covered the earth. God and Magog, one corner of the earth to another corner, one corner of the earth, east to south, east to west, north to south, completely covered the earth. There was no living that can escape this judgment. My brother and sister, hallelujah. Praise you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. So that judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah, similar, Genesis 18, 20. And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sins is very grievous. Notice the same word, great, God is using here. So in order for these fallen ones here, as they correct this, these two cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to be stopped utterly, to be destroyed utterly, God is to bring a judgment to the four corners of the city, north to south, east to west, where they cannot escape and no human being or animal can escape because as the human being was corrupted, so were the animals. Even the flying bird, they corrupted all flesh. And the only way to stop them and continue to work with humanity is to utterly destroy them. And that's why the fire that came over Sodom and Gomorrah, today as they have studied, it went six feet below the earth. It went so deep on the earth that it went six feet below the earth. And that place that used to be, I believe it's in Turkey, that used to be called Sodom and Gomorrah, there's a video about it online, you can research it. Six feet below the ground, there is dust, dust still there, my brother and sister. Dust is still found there, six feet below the ground. That's how deep the fire went in that consumed Sodom and Gomorrah. Nothing can escape there because it was the work of the, of the Nephthalian. It was the work of the fallen demons. And when they come down, when they are loose to to correct this humanity now in the United States and the world, they are going to correct it to the level you cannot even imagine. You cannot imagine the level of corruption. I can show you some of what I hear them, the scientists, in their future plan, and it's to remove their mind, their thinking, their knowledge from their body and put it into a robotic body for them to live forever, according to them. My brother insisted, and the moment you move your soul, your spirit from this body, you are dead. And your soul at that very moment is taken to hell forever. You're lost forever. 
okay? But these demons are convincing them that they can do this and get away with it. That's a lie. That is a lie from the fear of hell. They're being deceived, my brother and sister. Their conscience cannot be removed from their body and put it into a robot to live forever. That's a lie. But that's what they're being convinced to serve right now. Through all these CERN um, particle accelerator, because someone said, don't call them CERN, Brother Elvie. In the United States, we don't have CERN. We have particle accelerator, which is it's a type of CERN. But these are, are communication polar is what they use them for. They communicate with the demon. And that's then they can break into where they are and communicate and talk with them. CERN can do more than that, they say. CERN can transport things like the one in Switzerland can transport things in and out. But not these particle accelerators, supposedly. Okay, so, okay, I, I didn't know. I, I'm not into that. So that's what they, they, they told me, be careful not to call it CERN. Uh, Galatians 6, 9, be not deceived, God is not mockful. Whatsoever a man sow, so shall he also reap. Okay? So shall he also reap. My brother and sister, I talked about years ago that Chicago is not doing so great economically as a city, and they're building four CERN. California, hundreds of thousands of people begging my brother and sister in California, in San Francisco, around California, and they, they're, they're now onto the third particle accelerator, and they cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And to maintain them, it's also hundreds of millions of dollars every year. Okay? But, no, you got all these people homeless, going hungry, my brother and sister. And, and these people, instead of helping those people, uh, funding uh, uh, plan programs to support and help these people, because they could, they've done it in the past before they... Uh, build these particle accelerators. No, no, they, they need the money now to communicate with those demons because it's more important to them to, to listen to what the demon has to say than to feed the hungry people, their brothers and sisters, to them, my brothers and sisters. So you're already seeing the behavior of humanity, the same behavior of the generations of Allah and, and, and Noah, my brothers and sisters. It's only what they want to get. It's only about them. It's about pride, what they want, what they need. Uh, uh, talking with the demon is more important than supporting the brothers and sisters, helping the brothers and sisters. It's more important to talk with the demon, listen to what the demon has to say, and do what the demons are saying. My brother and sister, completely corrupt. The Bible says the word, when men behave this way, men have become corrupt because Whatever you believe, if you believe in God, he fills you with Christ. If you believe in the devil, he fills you with lies and deceive and demons and darkness. And that's what they're becoming. They're becoming like if they believe in an idol, if the people worship an idol and pray to an idol every day, they become death like that idol, the same. My brother insisted. That's a biblical foundation. So that is exactly what's happening. So in, in, in Revelation 13, 4, they worship the dragon, which is the system of the beast. It's the system of the Antichrist. They're worshiping the dragon. They're worshiping Satan. They know it's a dragon. They know it's Satan. The revelation from, from Jesus through John is the one that they think is the, 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 the leader, 
the commander-in-chief, or the world leader, the, the, the people that they think is a smarter president than I've ever been in the United States for eight years, and a colored man. And this other one coming out of Europe, these men are so smart, and, and, and people say you never had anyone like them in office. And if they can control the world, then we'll have peace, prosperity, and all that. And that's kind of the system that they're going to establish when they, they put themselves in their pos in position, which are they're doing so right now in the United States and the world. They set themselves in position. But there's only one man that never agreed with their plan. It's, it's called, his name is President Putin. Everybody, every other country agree with them except Russia. God reserved Russia for the last, last day, even though a lot of people don't think so. But they'll see the outcome of it. They'll see the outcome. Don't worry. Those that will stay behind will see it with their own eyes. When the Lord brings me back, the earth is nothing like we left it. We went home in the rapture. Okay? We're in heaven now for about a year. When the Lord brings me back, the earth is nothing like we left it. Right. What happened? And then I see these people hugging these demons, these Nephthalians, and they're hanging around with them. They're their leaders. They're telling people what to do, how to go about their life. They have made everything easy for people. Battle insisted. If nothing costs you, the Apostle Paul says to the brother, that so they will not steal to work. Work. And when people just want to receive and don't want to do no work, that's a dangerous mindset. Okay? Dangerous mindset. When these Nestalians are, are, are released, they come out into the world and say, oh, don't worry about working. Don't worry about food. Look, we're going we're gonna to create so much food for you, so many warehouses. You have plenty of food, plenty of everything. We'll make this earth a paradise as it should be. And people are so happy. Oh, that's what we want to hear. Oh, finally. And one of them will say, forget about God. And people agree with them. People are agreeing with them. My brother and sister, I'm telling you, it's horrible. Shalom, brother amigo. It's wicked. It's evil. But people are happy to see them come, to see them being released and come take control of the earth. And began to make the earth beautiful a paradise. And they do, but in a few days, the earth is a total paradise. Modern city. Everything flying from here to there. Flying cars, flying this, flying that. Just like the Lord shows Sister Celestial. You want more information? Go to Sister Celestial, the master blog. So sister, the the, the uh, master boys blog of Sister Celestial. She has plenty of video and, and written, and she has written it down where you can read it and read everything the Lord has spoken to her and shown her in regard to the fallen one that is coming on the earth. My brother insisted. Because they are going to make the earth like a paradise, but it's fake. It is a lie. Once they get everyone in the same page, which, which that's what they're going for, if anyone don't agree with them, they're sending a group to kill them. And they sent a group to kill me now. I left, and there was a group chasing me. And I saw someone on my family there, my brother and sister, the master boys. Yes, someone can put the, the link in the chat room. And I said, run, run. And she was running, run, because they are coming. The earth, my brother and sister, 
Jesus, the Lord, God is sending me back a year in the Great Tribulation to help our people. I have mentioned this on the Lord Jowell. Not only me, other brothers and sisters are coming down to help these people that will be going through the worst, my brother and sister, that you cannot imagine how bad it's going to be. A lot of people seem like they're losing hope. But it's not that they're losing hope. It's that they know they stay behind and that they should have been repenting. They should have been seeking God. My brother and sister, they were lazy. Or they say they were too occupied to pray and be on the Word and be seeking God. Right now, people are making all kinds of excuses not to seek God. <clears throat> and of course, not everyone. There's only a small remnant repenting and seeking the Lord. But the rest of the people backslide and lukewarm are making excuses why they don't have time to pray and be on the Word. And that is going to cost them very high price, very great suffering. Because right now, every Christian should be suffering one way or another to be going home to being with Jesus. If your life is very easy right now, you need to check yourself. Because you either got to be sick or going through something. It is the test, the trial of life, the trial of your faith, the Apostle Paul says. My brother and sister. That's why Jesus said that we have to be willing to give our lives. Whoever will be willing to give their life, die, will be safe. Whoever try to preserve their lives, keep their life, save their lives, will lose it. My brother and sister, there's no other way with God. God is checking every heart, every mind, every life. He is fully aware of where we are. You and I are right now. The Lord let me know this this morning. I know the pain and headaches you're going through right now, he says to me. Right now. Everything you're going through, my servant. The pain and headache you're going through, I see it. I know it. I'm fully aware. He began to talk to me this way. And I said, okay, Lord. Wow, Lord. He said, I know. I know how difficult it is for you, he says. I know what you're going through. And I said, oh, Lord, thank you, Lord. Okay? Very, very soon. He says, he used to boy very one. Very soon you'll be here. Okay? And I said, yes, Lord. Thank you. My brother and sister. There's not one thing that escaped him. Not one thing. But he wants us that when people do anything or say anything to our offending or however, we turn around and forgive them. Forgive them as Jesus did with everyone that was hurting him, coming against, slapping him, and all that. Father, forgive them, because they know not what they do. We need to behave in the same manner, in the same behavior of Jesus through people. No matter who. Yes, we get angry, we get frustrated. He knows this. He says to me, I know your frustration. I know my children's frustration. Even the frustration you're going through now, he knows. How difficult it is. Your sickness. He knows it. What you're going through. And all that will help you. And, and, and the reward that you are going to see is not small. My brother and sister. Let me keep reading. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When Abraham went down to Egypt in Genesis 12, 17, 
the Lord plagued Pharaoh in his house with great plague because of Sarah, his wife. You know how great the plague was? That several of his servants were dropping dead by hundreds. That's a great plague. Dropping dead, dropping dead, dropping dead, dropping dead. It was so great that Pharaoh cried to Abraham, what, what have I done to you? And Abraham had to intercede. Like, God, please, please don't keep killing these people because there will not be one alive. Because by hundreds, they would drop in dead. That's a great plague. You see how God deals with certain people in certain nations, certain kingdom, my brother and sister? Great plague. Praise the Lord. Genesis 51, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham, and the reason saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield, thy sitting. Great reward. Remember what I said earlier, great reward? Now look to this. The reward, my brother and sister, that he is receiving is great. It's not just anything, but great reward. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. Praise the Lord. Let me get back. Let me check on my wife. We can hear her on the microphone. Let, let me go check on her. Praise the Lord. And I'll be back to this. Love talk Praise the Lord. Jesus. Yes, can you uh, pause our Sister Celestial? 
Hallelujah. And the her, her, just her her um, link so people can go back and listen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Strada. Praise your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Keep my wife our stomach in prayer. She ate something that made her sick. Praise your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So they worshiped the dragon, gave power to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make work with him? And it was given unto him a mouth to speak great things and blasphemy. Power was given unto him to continue for 42 months. Okay? For 42 months is evil. On the earth, my brother and sister, continue. Okay? Power was given to continue for 42 months, but it's blasphemy. It's speaking against God. It's speaking against the church even. My brother and sister. And it's, and it's, it, it's so wicked that everyone on earth is being deceived by the wickedness of these fallen ones. And it's all part of the Babylonian system. I love it because Sister Celestia said that also. Revelation 18 that I was speaking about the, the beast. Um, my brother and sister, the, the Babylonian system, Revelation 18, she says it is the United States. My brother and sister, Babylon, the great fallen, falling and become the habitations of devil, the whole of every uh, false spirit in the case of every unclean, hateful bird. Well, this is the United States in the world because it's the system of the world. Because you see that every everyone followed the system of the beast when they, the COVID-19 vaccine was sent out. So every, every, everyone or everything becomes under that, specifically under that system. The Babylonian system. And everyone is following that, listening to that, becoming part of it. My brother and sister. Genesis fifteen fourteen, And also the nation whom they shall serve will be, will I judge? Afterward they shall, they shall come out with great substance, blessing, prosperity, abundance, however you want to say that word. Now, here's the thing. They're coming out with great substance because God is making sure that the children of Israel, my brother and sister, have enough that when they go back to the promised land, they will have a great um, income, my brother and sister, prosperity system in place. And in order for them, for them as a nation to go to the promised land and be able to have banks and put all the gold and silver into the bank and for the currency to have any value. They have to come out of Egypt with all those bulls and animals carrying those carriages full of gold and silver in order to bring it into the promised land and storage all that, in, build bank and storage all that into the promised land and then build a nation. It's the only way Israel can ever have, be a nation have a great city with a great army, great weapons and all that, when they have a strong market, they have a strong economy. And so God is providing to them in Egypt the gold of Egypt, the silver of Egypt, from the billionaire, the people, to give them all their gold, to give them all their silver. What people forget is that the Egyptians are doing this under great fear of God. 
So it's not that they're retaining anything. They're giving out all these billions in gold to the Israelites to be put in carriage and fill, my brothers and sisters, all these carriages with gold and silver so they can bring all that to the, to the promised land, build banks and put it in the banks, and they have a currency, and to be the nation that God said they will be. Because every other nation was already established. And for the Jewish people to come into the promised land and establish themselves as a nation, that's the way it has to be. That's why when David came later on, hundreds of years after Joshua, after Joshua had split the land among the Jewish people, upon the 12th tribe of Israel, David comes, the first king chosen by God. He is able to bring Judah and Jerusalem together, two different cities now, their economy together, and establish Israel as one of the most powerful nations. So with his son Solomon coming to reigning, my brother and sister, the economy of Israel was the number one economy in the world. They shipped to New Hampshire, to the United States, New Hampshire, to buy word to use it for the building of the temple of Jerusalem, the first temple of God. From the United States, they bought wood and brought it into Israel. My brother, back then, okay, was very difficult to bring all that wood in ship. The ship was very large, and there were many of them, and it took them months to get back with all that wood to, to Jerusalem to build the temple. That's why it took them many years. But they were able to do so. God had blessed Solomon and given him peace over all his enemies in abundance, my brother and sister. When God said that his reward will be for us, he's just not talking about a simple reward. That's why he said you're going to reign with Christ. You know what type of reward will be for you to reign with Christ? You will have to be established in his new city, Israel, Jerusalem, and you will have to be a billionaire there with the reward of the Lord and established. And out of you, you will support many people and many hundreds and thousands and millions of people you will be able to feed with the reward of the Lord. That's how God bless Israel. And he is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He said that his reward he is, he is, coming, is coming with him, my brother and sister. So that millennium that he's going to establish, it will be established with great prosperity, great blessing, my brother and sister, on the earth. You're not beginning from zero. Whatever your tithes and offering is now for the kingdom of God, through this program in the kingdom of God, you are going to be blessed by God greatly in the millennium to come. You're not starting for zero. My brother and sister, praise the Lord. There, I know there were things the Lord did not allow me to see. As the Lord was standing in front of me, I was hugging my brothers and sisters, and there were things I wanted to see. I was curious. You know, I'm looking for the reward. I'm looking to see what, but he, he, he was not going to allow me to see much. He blocked uh, a lot of the things, my brother and sister, that I could see in front of me. Because these things are a surprise. I explained that to my children.
when they want a birthday, birthday surprise, we said it cannot be the night before or the week before. It has to be the same day because it's a surprise. So God is doing the same with us in the rapture departure. It's a surprise when we come to heaven. Okay, you're not going to see it from before. You have to see it when you get there. Because you're going to thank him. You're going to rejoice. You, you, you're, you're not expecting what he's about to give you. You're not expecting that. It doesn't even come to your mind. But in order for you to understand it better, you've got to see how he did it with Abraham. What did he tell Abraham? I will make you a great nation. I will brace your descendant greatly. And then they come with all these carriage of gold and silver out of Egypt. Billions of dollars of gold and silver into the promised land. And that's why when they established themselves, they were, they were the most wealthy nation in the times of David and Solomon. Not even Egypt or Babylon had the gold and silver that Israel had. My brother sister. But his kingdom is not about riches. That is part of the gift. We don't focus on that. We focus on Jesus. I don't want you to misunderstand it because the gospel of prosperity has been around the earth for a long time. So we don't focus on that, no. We, don't, we focus on Jesus. We need to be focusing on repenting daily. That our garment, our spiritual garments are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. That our body, soul, and spirit, we are cleansed every day repenting. We're shaking ourselves, Lord, and sorry. Is there anything in me, Lord, that I need to repent, Jesus? Please help me. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Jesus. Help me to repent daily. Help me to seek you daily. Help me to be ready for the rapture daily. Checking ourselves with the Lord, calling out the Lord Jesus for help. Help me, Jesus. I need you to help me, Lord. He wants to hear that from you. He wants you to cry out to him for help because only him can help you. I remember when Jesus said this to me years ago. Only I can help you, my son. Ask me to help you. Only I can help you. Oh. And I was like, oh, Lord, because this was not being taught to me in church. When I came in relationship with the Lord and he was talking to me and telling me how I should be calling on him for help, this was not being taught to me in church. Oh, you pray, you know, we, and if you really need help, call the pastor. He'll pray for you. And it's like, okay. So you were more depending on men than on Jesus. And that's what the Lord wanted to root out of my life and out of your life. Stop being depending on men. Depend on Jesus. He is a spirit. He never slumber. He never sleep. He never gets tired. He can help you at any time and at any hour, at the day or the night. Men cannot do that. That's why people get disappointed with men, because they expect it to be there always for them. That's impossible. Thing is so limited. But Jesus can do that for you. God can do that for you. He can be there for you always. So when you learn to depend on him and call on him and ask him for help, you will build strongly in your relationship with him. And then the blessing is when you are depending on him and him come and minister to you, my brother and sister, like I was telling him last night, Lord, are we going to have to wait years before we go home, Lord? Please, Lord, give, give, give me a vision of heaven. Show me heaven. Take me to heaven, Lord. Let me see, Lord. Because I want to be encouraged. I want to encourage other people also. 
And when he showed me this revelation, what an encouragement that was for me. I thought it was the righteous. I said, Lord, the righteous is happening. It's happening. It's happening. Very soon, he says, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So remember this. Yes, you may be going to struggle, sickness, pain, um, headaches, migraine headaches, <coughs> discouragement. Ask Jesus for help. Okay? Ask him to help you, to strengthen you, to help you to hallelujah, stay focused on him and keep his commandment. You cannot keep it on your own. You cannot be faithful to him on you. You need to ask him for help. He told me this, ask me for help. Ask me. And it took me a while. I'm very slow to, to learn certain things. It took me a while with the Lord telling me to ask him for help, for me to get it. It took years for me to get it. This December, November, I'm sorry, I'll be 30 years since I started this commitment with Jesus. 92, November 92, 22 November, I'll be 30 years. I started preaching. I started walking with him. I started calling on the Lord. He started working on me. I started repenting, praying and fasting, doing ministry. 30 years ago, that's this November of this year, 22, my brother and sister. Praise you, Lord. It, it sounds like a walk in the park. Ah, just that's, brother, that's a walk in the park. But you know what? Praise you, Lord. I would not change it for anything. Because he, when he teaches you, when he guides you, when he leads you, your life is totally different. You know that when I need him, I go to him. I know if I need to cry, I go cry out to him. Depend on him. And it's hard. It's difficult. But he's always there. My brother insisted. And I wish I knew this. Hallelujah. In the beginning, because I struggled so much. My brother insisted. Somewhat I learned a lot from my pastor. But he had a lot of false teaching from other pastors. So he was giving me the, the, some of the good and a lot of the false. And when Jesus came to me, he says, you have a lot of false teaching on you, my son. I was like, wow, but I'm learning it from the, from the man of God, as people say. How can I have a lot of false teaching? And then he began to teach me. Praise the Lord. But his plan was for me to teach other people the same. Being led by the Lord, depending on him, walking with the Holy Spirit daily, is where he wants us to be. The Holy Spirit will guide you to all truth. Ask him to guide you. Ask him to talk to you. Even in your sleep, ask him to talk to you. To tell you things in your sleep. Help you remember. Even remember his word. His word is alive in you. And walk the word. Be like Christ. Did you hear the apostle Paul saying that this was in Christ, he said. Because he was learning from him. That what was in the heart and the mind of Christ, Paul was learning. Learning that. And he said this was in Christ in his writing. He was learning directly from him in his walk. Because after he left Jerusalem, the other 12 apostles, the apostle Paul begins to walk into the ministry with him and the Lord. My brother and sister. And everything that, that you hate, God hate, especially sin, 
But God has to allow certain things on people because he had told them not to, don't go left, go right, my son, my daughter. He spoke to them through someone, a dream or a vision. They totally ignore God. And then they get themselves in trouble. Notice that God has not given up on anybody. Yeah, I'm not giving up on anybody. He's still working even with the vaccinated. My brother insisted. And people can testify you this. Even some of the vaccinated can testify they can get in dreams. Vation. I asked I one of the vaccinated tell me the other day, Oh, God said this to me in a dream. He showed me a dream. My brother insisted. Right. See, God is not giving up on anybody. There is nothing the devil can do that God cannot undo. Remember that? Nothing. But there are, certain, there are certain things that you need to ask the Lord. Certain people you need to ask the Lord. So you need to be guided by him. Because a lot of people might say, don't go there, but then the Lord can say to you, yes, you can go there. So you have to check with him always. Lord, I'm going to fast and pray for you to guide me on this. He'll guide you. He'll tell you which way to go. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I remember years ago, the Lord was calling me to go on the radio. It was regular radio back then, Brother Milton and I. And the Lord was, was the one calling us. And I went, we went to our pastor. We, we wanted to submit to our pastor as leadership. And we told him that, you know, what was in our heart to do for the Lord? And he, he says, oh, I don't think you should be doing that. Oh, so if you go on the radio, it's going to cost you money. The church doesn't have that money. I said, Pastor, we're not asking the church for money. With the little money we have, we'll pay for it. Oh, you're willing to pay for it? Okay, if you want to go ahead and, and invest your money. The church doesn't have the money. We were not even asking for the money. We were just wanting to let him know what God was leading us to do and for him to give us an advice and you know, as a pastor. But he didn't agree that we should go on the radio. And we began to fast and pray to go on the radio. My brother and sister, there was a young lady in a, uh, a young lady in a wheelchair that we pray over the radio, and she got up and walked. My brother and sister. And there were people coming to the Lord through the radio, testifying on the air. People were being saved, and people were being healed. My brother insisted. If we would have listened to the pastor and said, you know, pastor must be right. Why, why should we waste our time and all that? All those people that got healed and that got saved, that would have not happened. Now imagine all the people that God had called into ministry that a lot of people had told, ah, don't waste your time doing that. All the souls that they could have won for the kingdom and all the people God would have, that God would have healed through this that they missed to see the mighty hand of God and the life of people through them. But because someone told them, don't waste your time, you should be doing something else. And they listened to them. So the bad advice, evil advice, wicked advice, because I don't see nothing better than you and I can do than preach this gospel. Lead people to Christ. Lead people to repentance. My brothers, how people commit their life to Jesus. Nothing, nothing. Jesus said to me one thing. For this, you have been born, he says to me. When I ask him, Lord, about my ministry, he says, for this, you have been born, Jesus said. 
In other words, this is your priority. This is, this is the most important thing God wants you to do, what you're doing now. Okay? Because it's all about Jesus. It's all about our relationship with him. It's all about being ready for his coming. If you're not doing that, you're wasting your time, even though you think you are investing it. If you're not investing your time and seeking the Lord in your relationship with him, spending time with him, anything else you're spending, you're doing, you're wasting the time. My brother and sister, and this is what a lot of people don't realize, how much time people are wasting. Okay? How much time? My brother and sister. Jesus, when he was on earth, he never looked to sleeping. And he told me this. He told me this. My brother, he never looked to sleeping. When he went to prayer with the Father, he prayed all night long. All night long. And not like us. When the disciples were waking him up in the boat because of the wind and all that, and the Bible said he was sleeping, he was catching on sleep because he had prayed all night long. The disciples come in the morning, take him on the boat, and then all the winds and all this get all aggressive and they're shaking the boat, and the disciples are afraid. They're waking up someone who's been praying for 10, 12 hours all night long. And he's just catching maybe on an hour of sleep or 20 minutes of sleep. And the moment he just went to sleep, they are waking him. Lord, I'm waking or we will perish. Lord, Lord, you are waking someone that had gotten no sleep, that been praying all night long with the Father to save you. You see the lack of faith in them? Of course, he had tremendous presence of God because he's God, but he had tremendous presence of God on him. You wanted to be close with Jesus, my brother and sisters. In my walk with him, I tell you, every time I'm close with Jesus, I feel tremendous presence of him. I love it. I love it. I'm happy when I'm close to him. When I'm not close to him, I feel miserable. I don't like it. Lord, thank you for your presence, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm miserable when I'm in his, my brother and sister. We're only happy in his presence. We're only happy when we are close with him. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, when you go to heaven soon, you will understand this and say, Brother Elvie, wow, you will feel so happy in heaven. You will be so happy. You will be so joyful. Joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. My brother and sister, I want to be close to his throne. He showed me one time I was in the third heaven, third level, where my house is. This is when Sister Carla and the other sister visited us. I was there. I was looking to the throne of Father from, the, from my house. And I was there with my mouth open, just looking, my eyes. I was not even blinking, looking to Father's throne. And I heard Sister Carla coming with the other sister. Brother Elvie, we're here to visit you. Sister Carla, sister, how are you? Sister from the Lord's Hour, and I think our brother or two from the Lord's Hour, will come in to visit me in my mansion in heaven. My brother and sister. And I was just standing there. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To me, that was the most best in heaven. In heaven. You understand this very well in heaven. The most best, best time is to spend it in God's presence. Oh, 
That is the best time, the best, even best of time. When you spend it with Father, when you spend it with the Lord, dear. I heard the Lord say, yes. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, if I could only understand something a little. Praise you, Jesus, from the one that knows it all. It's the best thing to do. It's to spend it in his presence. My brother insisted. And for all eternity in that new Jerusalem, in the new earth, you'll never want to come out. You know, when these demons made the earth like a paradise, I was walking in it, and I felt so miserable because it was beautiful. But there was no presence of God. And everybody else, people that love this earth, they were so happy. They were thinking, oh, thank you, oh, thank you. Telling the demon, the Nephilim, they were so happy with them. They were telling them they're so happy. They were thinking that the earth was beautiful like a paradise. And I was miserable. I was like, get me out of here. Beat me up, Scott. Get me out of here. I'm miserable. Because there was no presence of God there. If the Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are not there, I don't want to be there. I want to be where my Father, my Lord, and my Holy Spirit is. That's where I want to be. And I know he's in heaven. I want to be in heaven. I want to be in his presence. If his presence is not going to be on the earth, I don't want to be on the earth. Get me out of here, Lord. Because if he's not going to be on this earth, the earth will not be blessed, as they say. As they were claiming that the earth was blessed. My brother and sister, to me, it was miserable. Hallelujah. I was miserable. Hallelujah. And the Nephilim will say, we need to do something about this fellow. We need to get him out of here. We need to remove him. And they were planning to remove me, my brother and sister, because they noticed I was not happy. Revelation 13, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose name are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. They were worshiping these things. And I'm like, how can you? When God can give you something better, the next alien will not happen. Oh, we need him to shut up. We need to shut him up. Shut him up. And they were calling the army to shut me up. Because I was telling the people, how can you trust in anything else? How? My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Because if you are looking for a parasite down here that is not coming from God, that is not coming from Jesus, that you know is not coming from God, those people are going to perish. Their name is not in the book of the Lamb, first of all. That means, my brother and sister, they're in trouble. Whatever they do, their name will remove from the Lamb Book of Life. Oh, that is dangerous. That is so dangerous. What they've done is dangerous. Verse 9, if any man have that ear, let him ear. One thing I know, I just turned 50 this month. Since I was little, I haven't seen a child being born without ears. I've seen people that have maybe their ears cut off, but I haven't seen a child born without ears. My brother and sister, 
Every single human being is born at least by one year. Okay? If any man has a year, let him hear. My brother and sister, the deaf will hear the voice of the Lord. Even the deaf will hear the word of God. My brother and sister, when it's preached, when they come from God. So there's no excuse for anyone to say, I didn't know. <coughs> Jesus died for you and I. Jesus died for this humanity. This humanity have no excuse. My brother and sister, no excuse. Okay? In the three days of darkness, God is going to change people. Yes, Lord, he said yes. He's going to change people. He's coming to change and transform us in the three days of darkness. The beasts are going to start killing people. Hear what I saw this week. After the three days of darkness, I began to walk on the earth. I began to look around where I, usually when you walk in the neighborhood, you hear dog, you see cat, you see bird flying, you see animals. After the three days of darkness, I didn't hear no dog barking. I didn't see no cat. I didn't see no, no bird flying. And I said, where's all the animals? And I remember Sister Wright to me. She said, Brother Elvi, the Lord, I pray to the Lord that when my dog goes outside, I believe she said also her cat, that he will protect them not to be killed from the beast. She understood that when her animal will go out, they will be killed. And she emailed me about this a couple of weeks ago. And I, wow, I didn't think about all this. When the Lord didn't give me this vision this week, after three days of darkness, I didn't see no animals. And I was very concerned. I, I got very concerned. Because can, can you imagine an earth without animals? It's horrible. It's miserable. You know, I assume that in the Great Tribulation there were no animals because people ate them. You know, because I'm like, people are going hungry. They're eating everything. And I said, I, beasts, are going, the flying bird are going to eat the animal also. And all that. But I didn't know that all these animals are eaten by these beasts in the three days of darkness. I didn't know this. I, after me, it's like, whoa. And I'm walking up to the three days of darkness on the earth here. And there were no animals, no birds flying, no dog barking, no cats. As I'm walking, and I said, where's all the animals? I'm telling to the people. Yeah, most of the neighborhood look empty, where there's a lot of thousands of people walking around. And I, I, couldn't, see, I couldn't see much people, but that's not, that's not the point. The point is that there was no animals. And I, I'm saying to the people, where are the animals? Because I cannot imagine being on this earth without any animals. My brother says, to me, that's like, what am I, in a box? What am I? Even if you are in the bottom of the sea, you'll see fish. Can you imagine going into an ocean, thousands of miles across it, and, and no fish? And you're walking with no fish? That's horrible. 
to me, seeing animals is like seeing life. Seeing what God created in Genesis. You know, you see the animal, you, you read the Bible, God created all these animals. For Adam and Eve, and they name them and all that. And so, and it's been this way since I was born. But now, and after the three days of darkness in this revelation, there was no animal on the earth. And to me, it's like, what in the world? I don't want to live in the world where there's no animal. Get me out of here, Lord. Well, people are about to live in a world like this. Three days of darkness is close, my brother and sister. Someone said, I cannot imagine no pigeon. Yeah, no dumb, no, no bird. Imagine that. You're walking around all day long and you're looking to see any singing bird, any animal, nothing, nothing. They ate them. They killed them. They're like... What in the world? I, I want to see one. You get in your car and you drive for miles. I got to find a bird. I got to see an animal. I got to find at least one because I believe that's the beauty of this earth. God created them. And people don't realize that this is about to happen. Three days of darkness is so close about to happen. Our animals are about to disappear. And that's miserable. That's misery. That's really going to make people, and then these deeper release is going to supposedly make the earth beautiful, advance, flying car, flying plane, flying this. You see how now they try to make all these technology, flying plane, Tesla, SpaceX, and Amazon, and all these companies. Oh, don't worry about it. When these demons are released, they're going to make all this stuff instantly for these people. And if people will be flying everywhere. Flying car, give it to me. Hey. Beat me out, Scott, and they'll be moving here and there. And they think it's so fantastic and so great. They don't understand. That is part of the deceit, part of the lie. And people will get there so tied with that and kill and destroy through it. So it's better for them not even to welcome them, stay away from them. My brother and sister, Oh, my Lord, my God, get us out of here, Lord. Get us out of here, because what is coming? The great deceit, my brother and sister, is coming. It is coming. Oh, my Lord, God have mercy. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Genesis 19 11, and they smote the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they, they worried themselves to find the door. Genesis 19, 13, so for we will destroy this place, the angel said to Lot, because of the cry that they have grasped great before the Lord, and the Lord <coughs> has sent us to destroy it. So what did God say to his angel? Go down over Sodom and Gomorrah and destroy them. Utterly destroy them. Destroy them. My friend, how many of them can escape from those angels? None. God gave them an order. Go and destroy them. Because the angels say that the cry was great, was great before the Lord. God help us. God have mercy. These demons are killing our children. These demons are destroying our people. They're changing our body. They, they, they're doing all these lies and they say, please God, please God. By the multitude, they were crying out to God. 
And God looked to his, to his angel and said, Go and destroy them. Can't mess with Father. You can't mess with Father. Father don't play around. Okay? Can't mess with him. And came down, my brother and sister. Please pray for your animal, bird, whatever you have. Especially if you're going through the three days of darkness with your animal, please pray for them. Okay? Keep your animal in prayer. I'm telling you. It's going to be sad on this earth very soon. And I'll cry on this earth. And the outcry of Sodom and Gomorrah went before the throne of Father because of the wickedness of the fallen ones. And God gave order to his angels to go and destroy them all. Destroy them all. Don't let them escape. Oh, and they came down in the fire, and everyone there was being consumed, utterly destroyed. My brother and sister, they had corrupted all the kitty, all the cats, all the animals, all the dogs. All the birds. They had corrupted everything, including the fish. How can God not destroy them? My brother and sister, everything that has flesh in, that has life in, they corrupted. So God had to utterly destroy them. And it's, it's going to be repeated again now in the seven-year Great Tribulation. What do you think God's going to do to them? He's going to utterly destroy them. But this time it's different. This time he's going to throw them in the lake of fire that burned burn with fire and brimstone. This time is the final corruption of humanity. Okay? The only one left will be the, uh, will be the devil and death till the end. But everything else is going into the lake of fire. My brother and sister. Okay? Everything will be destroyed. So to the sense of the word that we have animal now, we got to be thankful for God for the animal we have, because very soon they're going to disappear, all the bird of the earth, everything. Gone. Nowhere to be found. The beasts are going to eat them, kill them. My brother and sister. And you know how empty this earth is going to feel without animals? Oh, my Lord. Those singing birds. Oh, my Lord, that's going to be terrible. I cannot imagine. You know, this revival, I do it so to be quick. Someone was saying that the revival may be 40 days. And I said, well, that God may extend the revival. It's still 40 days. That's not a lot. It's only a month and 10 days. That's fine. My brother and sister. But we know after that, that's it. It's over. It's over. Father said it's over anyway. So whatever's going to be done is going to be done short and quickly. And this, this is our reward from God. Cutting the, the, the day short. Cutting everything short. My brother says the safe is elect, the Bible says. Oh, no, no flesh will be saved, the Bible said. My brother and sister. Yes, thank you, Brother Michael. Stuck up on... Uh, dry food, bean, rice, candle, all that stuff. Yes, please have all the candles uh, uh, ready for the three days of darkness. Remember that your electricity where you are may not work anymore. It may not work. So what you need to do is have candles, okay? God's lamp works also, I believe. So have candle, my brother and sister. Get things ready.
for the three days of darkness. I believe the Beatle Bride are surprised to be visited by God. So what we find is the rest of humanity. That will be worse. But if we need to spend a few hours in that uh, three days of darkness, we need to move around in our house, then we better have the things that we're going to need for those days. It's three days. But God is visiting us in those three days. And that's the great outcome of all this. Whatever God has in store for us, we're going to get to enjoy. My brother and sister, praise the Lord. Romans 1.18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and righteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So you see that these people that are holding back the truth, okay, that are holding people back from, from, from committing the life to the Lord, especially in the great tribulation when they release those demons and they get together with our government humanity, and Pelosi get on her knees and worship her demon and Biden in them, then the rest of humanity is doomed because whoever following Pelosi in them will do the same. She'll get on her knees right there, my brother and sister, and worship them. And Biden and all of them will do the same. It's going to be terrible on this earth. The elected one, the one they, they voted for. Oh, my Lord. This is going to be terrible down here. Terrible, my brother and sister. Roman 1 and I being uh, filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, contiviousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, magnify, that a whisperer, dog whisperer, animal whisperer, okay, all these that participating in all these black magic, evilness, will not escape God. He knows what they're doing while humanity is enjoying the programs. God is going after them. God will expose them for what they are. The great tribulation, seven years, is God exposing all kinds of evil. And when the great tribulation began and God began to expose everything, he said, what? I didn't know that. I thought he was my neighbor. I thought he was a politician. He's a principality. He's a devil. <coughs> He's a daughter of Satan. She's a daughter of Satan. And people are like, what? I didn't know that. How come the church was not teaching about this? People say, I went to church 40 years. I never heard about this in my church. What is this? What kind of witchcraft and sorcery is this? And, and they'll come up with all kinds of excuses. Because everything is exposed right there. Okay? These that are, that are, that are human or demon and human body, when they, some of them have wings. And when they're exposed right there on CNN, I don't know he was a principality. I thought he was just a nice guy, a color guy. I bought it. He was a president for eight years in the United States. I don't know he was one of the worst principality of the devil. I don't know he was the Antichrist. And then people will be like, what? He better come up on Oprah. That's going to be tremendous. Oprah invited him and his wife several times. I don't know this. No wonder Oprah says there are many ways to God. Romans 2a. But unto those who are continuous and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. 
You know what they call other religious or religion? The whole process that will lead you to God. God says that what they believe, what they're following, to God, what they obey is unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Judgment. Judgment is the only thing that's coming to them. Because the demons know who they are. The fallen ones know who they are. It's that the people through the word of God, Paul should know if they come to the Lord to reveal them who they are, the Lord will show them, the Lord will reveal to them. The things with the Lord is, when people are having a hard time with these wicked ones, but they don't ask the Lord to reveal them. Because if you go to the Lord and ask the Lord, look, Sister Celeste, go to the Lord. The Lord show her, explain to her, look, my daughter, these are not human, these are fallen ones, look, and, and, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. We go to the Lord, He reveals to us what they are. When the Lord showed me this this morning, the earth was a paradise. They turned it into paradise with wickedness and evil. And people were happy. Oh, people were so excited and happy and thanking them and worshiping them. Not knowing that all that that they were doing was to capture their soul. Rapid indignation is coming upon them for following these fallen ones. God will not be mocked. And that's what they're doing. Okay? Romans 3, 5, by the art of righteousness, commend the righteousness of God. What should we say? Is God unrighteous who take your vengeance? I speak as a man. So he, he's asking the question like you and I would. Romans 6, 13, neither ye who are a member or an instrument of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God, are those who are alive from the dead, and your members as an instrument of righteousness unto God. Because it can be rendered as an instrument of wickedness to the fallen one. So what you do is you submit your life to God, and you ask God to help you. Okay? You ask God to help you. My brother and sister. I was talking years ago on the Lord Tower about this. And this young lady was having a really difficult time understanding what I was talking back then. And the Lord gave her a dream. And the guy that she trusted, that she thought it was so awesome and this and that, was a, she found herself in the great tribulation being persecuted by him to kill her. He, he had turned, and he was going after her. And in that dream, she contacted me crying. She understood now what I've been saying in the Lord Tower. I know this can seem so deep, profound, but it's not really when you ask the Lord to give you wisdom and understanding to reveal these things. You give a dream and vision, and you seek it out in the Word. You seek His wisdom. Read the book of Proverbs for wisdom, for discernment. When the Lord showed her in a dream what I was talking about for over a year or two or three, it came, the whole message came so clear to her. Wow. But we haven't been talking about this. And, you know, to a lot of, this sounds crazy, bro. Where did, you, where did you get your teaching from? But when he showed you and you see it, you're like, wow. You know, people taking up by sin and turning into beasts. Wow, what is this? 
You know, and I, I was saying, playing around, I should thank some of the people that took the Pfeiffer because, brother, we will protect you. And they were changing into these beasts, and they and they will they will shoulder the werewolf to the side that will come in to try to bite me. The people, the brothers that had changed into beasts in the Great Tribulation, said, brother, we don't want we'll protect you. And they went and pushed the, 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 the werewolf that was coming after me to the side. And I could see the werewolf would try to catch up to me, but the other brother that had turned into beasts was pushing them to the side. He said, brother, we'll protect you. And I was like, oh, I felt so good. I felt like the president, you know, with the Secret Service being protected by them for a minute. <laughs> Praise your Lord. But that was not the case. The case was that the five of my things still keep, they keep their understanding. They change into huge beasts, my brother and sister, and they can speak normal. I mean, my, my friend who grew up with me in New Jersey, we went to high school together, had changed into a beast in the Great Tribulation. He was talking to me from a second floor as a large beast, about maybe nine feet beast. And I didn't want to open the door, the steel door to go talk with him. Oh, you don't need to be afraid. You know, I, we can talk. And I'm like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. You are a beast in the great tribulation. Praise your Lord. It's difficult to trust someone when they, he's about five, five eight, and he's like nine feet as a beast in the great tribulation. Huge, with huge body, full of fur, like a cat. And ready to ready to eat anyone. When he gets hungry, he goes out and whatever he finds to eat that is me, human especially. So talking to you nicely, you know, it's hard to trust someone that that, that has such a great appetite and it looks so big to me, you know. So he he was talking to me. I said, No, 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 I'm fine. You stay there. I stay over here. I wait until you change back to human, you know. But, and then my friend that was telling, no, he'll, he'll change back. Just just wait over here. Don't, don't worry. He'll wait. Give him an hour and 12 minutes. He'll change back. And then he changed back and came to the door. He was naked. My friend was covering him. And th that explained to me how, why there's no clothing in the Great Tribulation. Because every time the people change into beasts, they need clothing. They tear their clothing every time they, they change into the large beast. And I saw some of the women... They had just a piece of clothing covering the chest and the, and the between the legs, my brother and sister. You know, young ladies who were just werewolf running the earth. A piece of clothing to cover the chest and the and then they were they were naked. And the Bible talks about naked in a fray, my brother and sister. And, and and you know, can you help us? Can you help us? This is when the Lord sent us, and well, we'll pray for clothing. We hold hand and we pray, and all these clothing appeared on the table right there for them. Just the right side, and they started putting on their clothing. We turn around so they can put on their clothing. I said, "Wow!" And they said, "We're hungry. We're hungry." Well, I, I'm, I'm for as many I was thinking, but when you just hearing human, how can you be hungry? But I understand it's it's, it's the way the great civilization is. And to just explain this in words to people, I, I kept saying years ago, man, I want other people, messenger of the Lord, to come on their program and explain what the Lord is showing me for the Lord to show to them and explain. So I thank God for Sister Celestial and other brothers and sisters that God is showing them these things also like me. Because 
for a time I said, am I going crazy? What is this? But I knew it was the Lord because I seen the Lord in different occasions. And he, he was taking me to heaven, then he was taking me to the great tribulation, then he's taking me to the millennium. And I'm like, I better be fasting, because I was fasting a lot and praying a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And because I wanted to make sure I was not being deceived, BG not deceived. And I kept going to the Lord, and Jesus was speaking to, with me about these things. Now I'm like, that's why I understand what the Lord is saying to Sister Celestial and in regard to what is coming on the earth. What people are expecting for humanity to go really advanced. When these demons are released, they're going to do that for humanity, but it's not good. You don't want anything for them. Not even a cup of water you want from them. Not even a piece of bread you want for them. It's better for you to go without water and without food than to receive anything from the fallen one. Because when they came to the generations of Noah and Lot, oh, they brought a lot of things to them. But here's the thing. They deceived them with everything they gave them. They gave them so much that when Noah was telling them to repent and turn to God, none of them listened to Noah. Mm -mm. None of them listened to Lot. Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah as a witness to them. They didn't care for anything Lot had to say. They didn't care for anything Noah had to say. They were so convinced by this demon offering. I mean, I'm telling you, this demon was telling them, we're going to give you a paradise on earth that God did not give you. Watch. And they began to create beautiful grass, beautiful tree, instantly moving their finger in warehouses and building and flying cars, flying planes. The plane could fly local, low, high, whatever. A car can fly local, high, low. And you can get on a taxi right there, local, flying. Forget about wheel. Boom, and take off. And, oh, the technology and people. Oh, thank you. And praising them, praising the bees, as I say. And it just, everybody is so happy. I heard some people say, oh, we're so happy now with you. I'm like, excuse me? Totally, totally to forget about God. One of them said, forget about God. So that's exactly what people were doing. Because they want to captivate people with everything people want. You know, if you've always been working job to job just to make me and pay your bills now, and they come out and tell you, oh, we're going to treat you like a queen. You have a palace. You have servants. You, you, you have golden car, golden deer, golden plane. You can travel anywhere. Oh, we'll, give, we'll just give it to you. I heard them saying this. We'll just give it to you for free. Would you like that? People say, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. People were receiving everything they had to give to them. And so people, oh, yeah, clapping and thanking them and hugging them and, and, and getting on their vehicle, getting on their expensive plane. And this technology was more advanced than what they have now, my brother and sister, more advanced than what they have now. And if you want more detail, listen to this Sister Celestia about all this. She has a lot of audio and video about it. Listen to her, please. Because she gives you a lot of details about them. They're coming to deceive humanity. And what the Lord showed me this morning was mind-blowing. For a second, I stood there and I said, let me see what they can do. And I saw them creating so many things. And I said, this, this isn't, because there was nothing about God. This is why loving God, loving Jesus needs to be our priority in this life. 
We need to follow in love with God. We need to follow in love with Jesus to the point where they can offer you all the gold, all the silver, all the dollars, everything of this earth, and you can say, no. All I want is Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me God. Give me heaven. I don't want forget. If I need to serve God, broke, broke. Until the day I go home, let it be, O oh Lord. Let it be. Let His will be done. My brother and sister, if He doesn't give me anything else, so that here from here to the moment He takes me home, it is fine with me. It is okay. I am fine. I want Jesus. I want my Father. I want heaven. That's all I want. Forget about the riches of this earth. Because what is coming is so deceiving that people that want all these materials things, they're going to give it to them for free. For free. I heard them saying, what do you want, woman? Oh, I just want a great house. Oh, no problem. Here. He moved his finger and made this palace for this woman. Wow, that is beautiful. The house, the gallery, the jar, the, 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 the garden, beautiful beyond, like a king palace. And she was thanking them and hugging them and clapping. Oh, I get to have riches now. I get to have what I want. <coughs> Nothing about God, but all these riches. And these people was like, right now, houses in California, in New York, and all, in London, in Paris, are not even close to what these demons are going to make for the people. These billionaires have houses now. A house for two, three, four hundred million dollars. These are nothing to what these demons they're going to create them houses of gold, where, where walls of gold, cart of gold. And they're going to drive this car, flying cart of gold, flying for you. And people will praise them and thank them. What an abomination. The earth is about to become. No bird flying. And if they create bird, they will be fake. Faith singing, faith bird. Is that what humanity wants? This is not what God meant for anyone to have. God gives us the real thing, the true, and the true will set you free. But if you don't want the true, if you just want the lie, the riches of this earth, the abundance of this earth, everything this earth has to offer you, you're going to have to stay behind. And they'll give you all that. But it will cost you your soul. Your soul is so valuable to God. Your soul is so valuable that these demons are willing to make you a billionaire instantly. So you can give them your soul. Could you imagine? Houses of gold, cars of gold, servants and everything you want, they'll give you for your soul. That's how valuable to them your soul is. Technology that you cannot imagine they'll give to the government. The government wants supercomputer, the faster computer. They're going to come out to them and say, what, you want this supercomputer here? And they'll blow their mind. 
Whoa, this is fast. We live a thousand, no, here. Whatever you want, we'll give you. They're coming out to give people everything they want. As long as they don't give them nothing of God. Forget about that Bible, they'll tell them. Burn it. Disappear it. And we'll give you everything you want, you need. And people are like, oh, clapping and, and thanking them. And, but it's for their soul. Because once they're thrown in the lake of fire, they can never come out of there. Never, never. God will not forgive them that deceive, that worshiping other God. God said this in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not worship other God. My brother and sister, let me go there. This is important because we are living in the last of the last. And if people don't understand the consequence of sin, my brother and sister, if they don't understand the consequence of sin, oh, my Lord. Mm -mm. Hallelujah. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, who have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, in any in the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is at the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them. This is what I saw people doing when these demons were released. My brother and sister, they were so happy for the riches the demon was giving them that they bowed themselves to them. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. Oh, now they were serving them. They were saying to them, now we will be your God. They were serving them. For I, the Lord thy God, I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the Father upon the children, upon the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. These beings hate God, and they want to corrupt men, showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord God in vain, and this they do every day. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that take his name in vain. You cannot use it on television, on a movie, or in the moment you're scared. That's a joke, like a lot of people use the name of the Lord in vain. There is a punish for that. God will not hold you guiltless for that. People need to repent if you ever have used the name of Jesus in vain. Glory be to his name. Remember the Sabbath day. To keep it holy. Sixth day thou shalt labor and do all thy work. But on the seventh day, the Sabbath of the Lord God, thou shalt not do any work. Thou, thy son, thy daughter, thy maidservant, thy maidservant, thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gate. For success, for in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, bless the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Made it holy. I know thy father, thy mother that thy day may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. So it doesn't matter how disobedient children are in the great tribulation, the demon will still reward them, which God doesn't reward disobedience. 
God disciplined disobedience. And the way he disciplined us so we don't be disobedient. Our children don't be, don't, will be growing up and being disobedient. My brother and sister, God disciplined us. And that's why God keep calling the children of Israel, come into my discipline, says the Lord. By walking with him, being test, trial, and sick, and whatever, we are in the discipline of the Lord. He correct us in him. But if we reject his discipline and we see what the fallen one will offer, they are condemning themselves, my brother and sister. They are condemning themselves to hell, to the lake of fire. That shall not kill. Oh, of course they're going to offer children to themselves. That should not commit adultery. Of course they will encourage women to sleep around. Because they did that in the generations of Noah, in Lot. They were sleeping around. They were picking wives there. That should not steal. That should not be a full witness against them. So they can steal people's soul and people's hope in God. They can bear full witnesses against their neighbor. They're not going to care for that. That should not cover their neighbor's wife, which they're going to be doing that every day. Decide the neighbor's wife. That should not cover thy neighbor's uh, house first. So if someone has a beautiful mansion, someone else will say, I, I want the same. <coughs> and they'll say, that's awesome. We'll give you one too. My brother and sister. So, God is giving people the look one an opportunity to repent. Now, let me play a few of the audio of the three days of darkness. So you hear through different prophets how they explain it. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, because they are coming. Three days of darkness are coming. My brother and sister, do not miss Sister Carla on, on, on Wednesday. I'm coming back on Tuesday night, my brother and sister, with more on this. More. If I forget anything, is there anything else the Lord wants me to share with you? I will share with you and we're still around. Time is short. We don't focus on days because we don't know the day and hour. But we focus on Jesus because we know it's coming. Yes. Yeah. Because I believe they're using the Christian revelation of the three days of darkness, but then they're applying, praying to rosary, praying to other God. Uh, no. And that was a testimony. Someone that claimed that was Christian, my brother and sister, but it's not. It's not correct in that regard. That's why I had to mute the audio and let it pass. But I know the rest of the testimony are good. I was not able in time to check this testimony here. But the rest are good. The rest are good. So we, we have to be careful who we listen to. Okay. We pray, we pray that our candles are able to work during the three days of darkness. Amen. And not, not bless the candle. No, we pray, we pray that we are covered. We have the Lord protection. We humble ourselves before God. We seek God. We, we seek to be protected. Amen. Someone said, what happened? What happens if you are at work or you are in your car 
during the three days of darkness. God said that we should be at home. And if for some reason you are in your car, you pray for protection right where you are. Okay? It's very important. You should already be praying for, for protection, angelic protection, the Lord protection with your life. So you don't weigh. You don't weigh. You don't weigh to to um, to ask for protection. And watch, once you're going through the days of darkness, pray for more protection. You know, because it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard for people. Um, it's going to be scary to a lot of people. Maybe if you are in your car, you want to uh, get on your knees in your car or go into the back seat and look down and pray. Don't look out through your windows because a lot of people may feel tempted to do so. So just just for those that will be saying, what about if I'm in, you know, let me check if she passed because the other testimonies are good. To confession. Thank you, Lord. Repent and confess Jesus as your Savior. Trust in him for your safety and salvation. Okay, she's still talking. So showed out on her. It's a testimony of the things she said that people should do during the three days of darkness. My brother and sister, but a lot of people are, are mistaking on, on the belief that they, like she said, pray your rosary. No, you pray to the Lord. You know, that's a Catholic tradition, no. You pray to God. Your relationship with God, you don't need anything. You don't need a rosary. You don't need an idol. You don't need anything. You pray straight to him, my brother and sister. And I say this even to the priests that sometimes listen to us in the Lord Jawah. Priests from the Catholic Church and members of the Catholic Church listen to us live, especially on Sunday like today. And I, I tell them the same. You don't pray to Mary. You don't pray to rosary. You don't pray to the same, the idols of the same, St. Peter's and John Namalai. You pray directly to the Lord. You repent your sin to Jesus. Idol, idol worshiping is a sin, okay, that will keep people from entering heaven. So it's important you understand this, my brother and sisters. No idol worshiping. You serve the Lord directly, my brother and sisters. Time is short. Jesus is coming. Praise the Lord. That keep Our Lady company. Start a devotion to Our Lady of. Uh oh. See, that 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 has false teaching in there. I apologize for that. That's why we need to check every audio. Careful, because you don't know um, what what's the outcome or the agenda behind the audio. In this block talk, don't let you move it forward. You have to let it run until when this false teaching it can come. I truly apologize. I'm sorry. It's not my intention. My brother and sister, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But I know the rest. I, I listened to most of the testimony, and they, they're really good. They, 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 even Sister Celestia is in one of them. She talks about the three days of darkness. There's another sister. She's also got a lot of detail from the Lord in regard to the three days of darkness for people to get ready and prepare for the three days of darkness, my brother and sister, because they are coming, 
And we need to prepare and be ready and praying. Pray for more direction from the Lord in regard to the three days of darkness. Because there are more that we need to know. Like I didn't know about the bird. And some people, their dog goes out. The dog goes out to the bathroom and they jar. Uh, if you're not praying for their protection, the, the beast can kill them. Now, you're not going to run out and get your animal while they're being attacked. You cannot do that if something like this is happening. If you, heard, if you hear your, your dog crying, screaming, barking, and the Lord said yes. Because they can deceive that your animal is being attacked also to get your attention, to have you run out of your house. Don't do so. Don't do so. Don't, don't busy now to sleep. Don't let them run you out of your house for anything. It's very important. Thank you, Lord. You can't see nothing. That's why I want to get black. Thank you, Jesus. And that is a true. It's going to be black, black. You cannot see anything. Pitch black. My brother and sister. Um, and, and, and so you asking the Lord to give you more dreams and vision about it will help you understand more, to be prepared more and share with other people. I'm glad for those that have emailed me, uh, sharing what the Lord had revealed to them in regard to the sister that that she would let to pray for her dog protection. And I didn't know about this, and the Lord gave me the vision of all the animals being killed after the three days of darkness. The earth, there was no animal, no bird, no cat, no dog. I didn't know they were all going to be killed during the three days of darkness. So this is going to make sense now to a lot of people. Now, I heard some people ask, if this is going only to go on in the United States, what about other countries? This is all upon the whole earth. I truly believe it's upon the whole earth. I have not asked the Lord, but because the Bible applies to the whole earth. Now, I know that a lot of people will say, but brother, in other countries, while here is darkness, over there is, over there is daylight. Well, this is different. This is different. Because even though there's day here, they'll still be dark. They'll have night, but they'll have, they'll have a much pitch black night. I mean, a night over there will even, even be worse. Okay? So it will be nothing to be compared with. Because this is blacker than black, my brother and sister. Even being in the same room together, you won't see your, your wife or your husband or your children. You won't see them. You won't be able to see them. Once it's in full darkness, by 12 noon, before 12, it's getting really dark. By 12 noon, it's completely dark. And then inside your house, anywhere, you won't be able to see your family. Even lights and candles are dim in the pitch black, but it helps. It will help you go to the bathroom, maybe your kitchen. But in reality, people, people, people should be fasting during the three days of darkness. Plan to fast. I know a lot of people take medication and they're hard for them to fast, but you should be fasting. Amen. Well, hey, guys. How are you doing today? So the Lord put it on my heart to finish the prophecies from April 15th through, I guess we're now on April 29th. You know, so it's the 30th today, but um, the last prophecy prophecy was April 29th, I believe. I mean, it was April 28th. I don't remember. 
Oh, yeah, wait, it, it was April 28th because we were past midnight, so. Um, okay, so I'm going to do this. Uh, it's going to take a while. It's one of, one of the long videos. Um, we claim Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's also a God. He came to earth um, in the flesh as a man, um, and he died on the cross for our sins, and he rose on the third day. And he was born of a virgin. Um, let's see, ignore the telegram and the WhatsApp people because they're trying to scam you. Okay. Um, oh, and last night, guys, so when I posted the video last night, I was fine. I know a lot of people were like, what's wrong, you know? Um, so last night, yesterday when I was getting a message, I was just really, really tired and I fell asleep. I got this new chair and it's really awesome. It's like one of those cat sleeper chairs and it has a massager and like heat and uh, <laughs> I fall asleep so easily. So I fell asleep and I hadn't posted that message yet. So I literally woke up um, at three something and finished the message and then um, posted it at four. So that's why I seemed really like really tired or um, just not my usual bubbly self. So. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling now and get on this. Okay, um, April 15th, 2023, Hebrews 9.5, And above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat of these things we cannot now speak in detail. Micah 7.6, For son dishonors father, daughter rises against her mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and man's enemies are the men of his own household. Jude 1.5, But I want to remind you, Though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. Philippians 2.4 Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Here's the message. My child, wake them up. Wake them up. I am coming. Bombs are going to drop. Minnesota, New Hampshire, Texas, Rhode Island, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. Heed these warnings. I am coming. I told you drones were coming. I told you they would attack the farms. Oil is next. They want to get rid of production. They want you to rely on them to feed you, to give you clean air. Famine and pestilence is coming and wages will triple. Once they take the oil out, diesel will be gone. Truckers won't be able to get it. It's part of their plan and it's all set in motion. I am with you. Perfect love casts out all fear. No hair will be lost. I will protect my chosen ones. When the nukes go up, you go up. Confess your sins to me. Come to me with all your heart and I will save you. There is no condemnation in me, your Savior. I am the truth, the way, the life. And no one can come to the Father except through me. I know many of you have fallen away and you used to love me. I still love you. Come back to me, I am calling you home. I stretch my arms far and wide, and they are open to you. I will never leave my chosen ones. I am your Adonai, your Redeemer, and I have spoken. Romans 1.11 <clears throat> For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts so that you may be established. Psalm 5.8 Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. 1 Corinthians 3.6 I planted Apollos, watered it, but God gave the increase. Peter 4.9 Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. Luke 8.5 A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, 
some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. John 6.2 Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were diseased. <clears throat> Jeremiah 14.8 Oh, the hope of Israel, his Savior, in time of trouble, why should you be like a stranger in the land, and like a traveler who turns aside to tarry for a night? Colossians 1.6 Which has come to you, as it also as it has also in all the world, and is bringing forth fruit, at, as it is also among you since the day you heard and knew the grace of God in truth. And then a little small message. Don't deny me. Don't deny me, child. I'm calling you home. The trumpets will sound. Please heed these warnings. I love you. Your Abba. Then Revelation 21.3. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. <clears throat> and then Job 19.8 He has fenced up my way so that I cannot pass, and he has set darkness in my path. Daniel 2.11 It is a difficult thing that the king requests, and there is no other who can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. Okay, April 16th message, Revelation 4-6. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal, and in the midst of the throne and thr around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. Revelation 7-3. Saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. Ephesians 2-7. That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Jonah 1, 4 through 9 But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God, and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest parts of the ship, had lain down and was fast asleep. So the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. So they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Please tell us for whose cause is this trouble upon us. What is your occupation, and where do you come from? What is your country, and of what people are you? So he said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I, am, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. <clears throat> Excuse me, Malachi 3.4 Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years. Jeremiah 1.7 But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. And here's the message. <clears throat> seven, my child, seven is coming. Mega earthquakes, tsunamis, trumpets, I am at the door. Wake up, heed these warnings. Philadelphia is the key of David and my open door. You have to have my key to enter through my door. Do you believe in me? Do you trust in me? Are you walking in my spirit? You must be born again to enter my kingdom. I am your living water. You are saved by your faith in me and by my grace. Why are you trying to work to get to heaven? What did I die for? Your righteous acts can't save you. Only I can save you. Your wicked hearts are condemning you. Your words are condemning you. Why are you twisting my words? Why aren't you asking the Holy Spirit for confirmation? Why aren't you praying to me for discernment? 
Heaven's gates are wide open to my true believers, the ones who love me. Their hearts seek me. They don't doubt my forgiveness. They don't doubt me. They know I died for them on the cross. They know I shed my blood for them. They know I'm coming back for them. They love me and they love their neighbor. Oh, children, why can't you see I'm coming? I am keeping you from my wrath if you let me. I gave you free will, but now is the time to choose. You can't love me and love this world. A true follower of me will be hated by this world. They hated and persecuted me also. You question my existence. You wait for a Messiah, a false Messiah. You can't see I am the lamb that was sacrificed for your sins. Why are you burning incense and worshiping statues? You practice witchcraft and sorcery and you bow down to false gods. I am your God. I am your Messiah. These are contractions and they are almost done. The baby will be delivered soon and I am catching you up. The dragon will try to devour the rest of you and make you worship him. He will try and take your soul. There's only two things I won't forgive, and that is rejecting me with blaspheming the Holy Spirit and worshiping the beast by taking his mark. By taking the mark, you will have to worship Lucifer, and you will no longer be my child. Everything I created will be covered up with the mark of Lucifer. So I've noticed, you know, most of the time he uses devil and Satan. Um, but, you know, on a couple of messages, he uses Lucifer, and I think there's a reason for that. You know, there's always a reason he does something. So, I don't know if he's just bringing us back to the the olden days. Not sure. I don't want this for any of my children. Fire and brimstone is what you will receive when you don't have me. All the words I have spoken will come to pass. Stop mocking my prophets. Stop mocking my dreamers and visionaries. When my children share a message of my coming, stop scoffing. I am coming. I delay so you will have a chance for repentance and come to me. But my delay is coming to an end. My warnings are final. Lincoln, Nebraska, seven times quake. Destruction. Meteorites falling. Detroit. Fire, fire, fire. They will need lots of water, but it will be contaminated forcing you out of your homes. After Harpazo, eminent domain will come. Riots, protests, no money, layoffs. Major companies take down small ones. A domino effect, they will all fall. Only the major ones will be left. They will be a part of the Luciferian agenda. Collateral, you will have nothing to bargain with. The enemy will own it all. Okay, Second um, <clears throat> Timothy 4.8. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. 1 Thessalonians 3.7 Therefore, brethren, in all our affliction and distress, we were comforted concerning you by your faith. Colossians 2.7 Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. 1 Peter 1.5 Who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Revelation 7-8 Of the tribe of Zebulon, <clears throat> Zebulun, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. Esther 4-9 So Hathak returned and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Joel 1-9 The grain offering and the drink offering have been cut off from the house of the Lord, the priests mourn who minister to the Lord. Here's the message. 666. Lucifer. Angel. Darkness. Fog. 
The beast has risen. The angels come out of the abyss. Locusts come out of the abyss. Geomagnetic storms. The lightning strikes will show my hour. The ninth hour clock stops. Moon upside down. Virgo at her feet. The constellation turned. No more lights. Can you see the signs of my coming yet? Keep looking. Redemption draws nigh. Your Redeemer, your Rescuer, your Friend, your Lord God has spoken. Second Thessalonians 3, five. Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. Mark 1.11 <clears throat> Then a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Habakkuk 2.7 Will not your creditors rise up suddenly? Will they not awaken who oppress you? And you will become their booty? Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. John 5.8 Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. Revelation 19.20 Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet, who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast, and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Matthew 15.9 And in vain they worshipped me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Joel 2.4 <clears throat> Their appearance is like the appearance of horses, and like swift steeds, so they run. Okay. Um, this was just my dream. <laughs> April 18, 2023. 1 Thessalonians 3, 8 For now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. Micah 7, 9 I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him until he pleads my case and executes justice. 2 Timothy 4, 8 Finally, there is laid up for me in the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day and not to me only but also to all who have loved his appearing. 1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim. <coughs> Excuse me. Praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Colossians 1.4 Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love for all the saints. Here's the message. My child, explosions from the Middle East, China, Russia, North Korea called for the order Norway will feel the impact of natural disaster. Somalia, Tokyo, fire in the streets. Rain, my child, rain, lots of rain. Run, it's not real rain, it's acid. The end has come. I will no longer be there to protect you. Rome, bomb in the city. Chesapeake Bridge, it's coming. It's after the rapture. Heed my warnings, my child. Berlin, it's going to get muddy, very muddy. Sinkholes, fire in the hole in Damascus. Australia, the economy will collapse. Freezing bank accounts, freezing systems shut down. It will be on a Friday. New system in play on a Monday. Heed my warnings, my child. I am coming. Zimbabwe, Kenya will partner. Christian persecutions will start. I think they're starting like together or whatever because I think there are persecutions there already. Locust swarm, an economical collapse. Wake up, children. I don't want this for any of my children. My father sent me, and I heard the locusts are already swarming right now, which is kind of crazy. My father sent me to save my children, not condemn them. The price of sin has been paid by me. You are set free. 
you know, and he started giving me a locust warnings, I think, back in, like, February. <clears throat> Even in January, I think. Uh, are no longer cursed under the law. You obey my commandments because you love me. I will remove your heart of stone and give you a new heart of flesh. I will renew your mind. If you walk in spiritual darkness, you aren't walking in the truth, and you aren't walking in my spirit. Dumbfounded of Congress, they think the takedown of Cabal will eliminate the evil. The elite, hidden behind Satan, run this world, and I have allowed them to commence my judgment. It's all here, and you will see a parade of lights in the skies. Come to me, child. Lay your burdens down, and I will give you rest. I love you. Believe in me, and I will save you. You are saved by your faith and my grace. It's a free gift, and you can't boast about your salvation. And your works are righteous acts where your rewards will be in heaven. The fruit of the Spirit <clears throat> is my key, the key of David, my open door. You walk with me. You believe in me. You have faith and trust in me. Lay your idols down and give me your hearts. I will save you. I love you, your Adonai and Redeemer, your Lord God, and I have spoken. Genesis 49. Against Shadorlaimor, king of Elam, title king of nations, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Ariok, king of Eleazar, four kings against five. Philippians 2.12 Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I think my dog wants water. Hang on, Dobby. Jeremiah 7.11 Has this house, which is called you by name, become a den of thieves in your eyes? Behold, I even, I have seen it, says the Lord. Ezekiel 14.8 I will set my face against the man and make him a sign and a proverb, and I will cut him off from the midst of my people. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Isaiah 63 The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Revelation 21.5 Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. John 3.5 Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Jesus is a living water, guys. Because, you know, when the woman from Samaria, well, actually, look, it's right here. John 4.7 A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. Um, so where can I find that living water? Jesus. Matthew 8:11. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. All right, let me give him some water real quick. You can follow me. <clears throat> My dog is 17. So he's blind, but he's my baby. Hey, buddy. Buddy, are you thirsty? Come here. So I feed him from a cup. <laughs> here you go. You want to see him? This is Dobby. Say hi, Debbie. Say hi. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute, isn't he? <clears throat> He's very spoiled. Sorry, it takes a minute for him to get his water. He gets very thirsty because he's 17, and um, I don't know if it's his kidneys or what, but I know he'll be with me in heaven. Simba's already in heaven. Simba was my boxer colleague. 